lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on all right, welcome back to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here for another edition of the show. I always appreciate you coming on and checking out to see what we have going on each week and each show. That means so much to me. Today, I'm super excited. I've been talking with Andy McDermott for a while now, and we've been trying to work it out for him to come on air and share some of his expertise with you. Now, Andy's an actor, he's a model, he's a soccer coach, a fitness enthusiast. He's going to be telling you a whole lot of different things that he does, and I think we share the same perspective and the same philosophy in health and fitness, which is why I welcomed him on the show so before we welcome him on, just a quick word from our sponsor, MAK Mystic Expressions. Now, this is a Himalayan salt company. They specialize in pink salt. They have pink salt in many different ways from heat bags to uh, salt lamps. So this is going to be a simple way to improve your health with pink salt. So many times we're still using white refined salt. And I want you to check out makmystics.com for a number of different products to improve your lifestyle in that this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host drew tadia so now the exciting part i got andy waiting here on the line and without further ado thank you so much for coming on the show with us andy welcome to the show hey thanks drew it's my pleasure all right andy so there's so many things that, that you do, and I'm gonna, I have tons of questions for you, and I, I had a chance to check out your bio and video and, and see what you're doing. If someone were to ask you what you do, <laughs> what, what, what do you tell them? There's so many things going on. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. The, the old adage, I'm, I'm a jack of many, many trades, but an expert at none of them. I would say the number one, you know, I, I live in Hollywood. I came out here um, to be an actor, so that's that's the the primary goal career-wise for me. But um, even in the acting, I do I do commercials, uh, I do TV, I do film, uh, I do some hosting of different things. Uh, I, I've been modeling since you know since for 400 years since college back in '98. And uh, still do a lot of uh, print work, some fitness print work too. But uh, yeah, the the fitness side has has been the one constant. I have I've had many different careers, many different jobs, but the fitness thing ever since I was 14 years old and first picked up a weight in my high school. Uh, I don't think I've missed a day since in almost 25 years. You know, and, and many of those days have been more than one workout. So um, I caught the uh, psychosis early, and it's just been a way of life for me. And and uh, and I have learned. I, I say I've learned the hard way because I've done it. I've done it the wrong. Every possible wrong thing you could do throughout the last 25 years. I think I've had it, and I have just learned myself how how what's the most effective and efficient way to not only train but also to eat and drink and and take care of your body. So um, that's that's kind of me in a nutshell. The showbiz, the fitness, and and uh, also the the soccer coaching. It's uh, just been a part of my life forever. And and now that my sons are are playing soccer, and even my daughters. Uh, started coaching them and do some other coaching here in Los Angeles. So where did that come from at an early age? Were you always you always wanted to be an athlete? You always wanted to be in the fitness world? Where does that come from at such a young age? Yeah, you know, I was a soccer player uh, from day one. I think from four years old, uh, I was I was one of those kids that you know um, just had too much energy, and my mom was smart enough to say, you know, go outside and play. And uh, and so you know that's what I did every, every day, all day. Went in the backyard and played and. Um, you know, 
never planned on it, but soccer was what uh, allowed me to go to college. Went to Northwestern University in Chicago. Um, and then after that, uh, just fell into a professional career and got to play for about seven seasons uh, as a professional. Um, certainly didn't get rich. Uh, it was more, uh, my wife says I was just avoiding getting a real job, but <laughs> got, to, uh, got to travel the world, got to make some lifelong friends and paid the bills by, by kicking a ball. So um, that was uh, that was a way of life for me. I retired when I was about almost 28, and uh, when we got pregnant with our first, and it was finally time to to get a real job. But yeah, the, the fitness thing just kind of grew out of that. Honestly, I was I was always skinny. I was always little. I was never the fastest guy. So I remember thinking maybe if I was a little bit stronger, it might help me on the field. And and uh, and that's what ended up happening. I was never the best or the fastest or anything, but. You know, I always, always worked real hard, and, and uh, that, that helped me kind of find my way. That's pretty cool to hear. There's so many similarities that you're saying in, in my career life that we're in different areas now, but coming up, I think we're, we're pretty close to, to, to that, what you just said. Um, what is it like to – what's it like after? So you moved on from professional sports. You moved into a husband, your father, and then you had other careers – around health, wellness, fitness. Tell me the next step of your life. Yeah, yeah. You know, while I was playing soccer, uh, I was also personal training and also training in martial arts. Um, it was just kind of a, uh, a lifelong thing. Started um, training Taekwondo when I was little and picked it back up again once I was playing soccer because I had some free time. I was never going to be the guy who spent four hours on the golf course, but I did spend four hours in different martial arts gyms every day. And uh, Ended up with a third degree black belt and, and ended up teaching uh, pretty much full time for a couple of years. So between uh, personal training and, and teaching Taekwondo, uh, that was uh, that was kind of my life along with soccer. Uh, then it was time to get a real job and one of my best friends was living in Phoenix. We went down and visited. Uh, his dad was actually a cop at the Phoenix PD and said, hey man, I, I think you'd be, you'd be great at this. And, and I said, you know, I don't know about that. I'm not the stereotypical cop, you know, at least the... Uh, the stereotype these days because you know I love everybody and I'm never going to be the ticket writing kind of guy and, and he said just come check it out and see what we do uh, and uh, so that's what I did I was we moved about you know a few months later and uh, and I started working for the Phoenix PD and luckily I got on with the tactical unit right away so it's just kind of a proactive um, street crimes just went after real bad guys and and uh, and just had a blast and every day was different. Um, and I did a lot of fitness training for the department also. I kind of certified different guys in, in, um, from different departments all around Arizona and, uh, and got them ready to go back to their department to teach the, the new men and women at the academy to get them, um, you know, in shape. And uh, so that's, that's where we ended up. We were in Phoenix for almost eight years and started our family there. And, and now we have two boys and two girls. So. We have a uh, we have a full full boat over here now. So what's that look like when you say when you say you know you're you're an officer you're fighting crime like you're chasing down bad guys you say that of course it was natural to you that's your lifestyle you say that <laughs> laxadaisically if that's a word what's that like what do you like what's going on in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I, I call I call being a cop like a front row seat to the best show on earth because you just never know what's going to happen. You know, people are crazy. People like all humans. We're all a little bit messed up, but some <laughs> some have a lot more going on than, than others. And uh, so it wasn't always crazy. It wasn't always violent stuff. Um, a lot of time it was 
you know, we, we spent a lot of time laughing, honestly. I was, I was on a great squad with a bunch of, um, you know, a bunch of ex-athletes or ex-military guys who really wanted to help people, really wanted to work hard. And, and uh, so we had a blast, man. We got to work out on duty um, because, you know, part of our job on, on our unit was, was serving um, search warrants and doing kind of the operations in, in different places. So we always had to be, you know, physically fit and ready to go. So working out with those guys was kind of, kind of cool. It was like a band of brothers. And, um, but there were days when, when, you know, you, you go home and, and you can't really tell your wife about, you know, <laughs> what, what happened because I, I didn't want her to be worried all the time. Um, but even on those days, you know, it could be, could be eight hours of, of a workout and, you know, and just kind of low key. And then it could be two minutes of craziness. And then a couple hours of paperwork after that, but you know it's um, you know a lot of the time it was it was fun because you just never knew it was unpredictable. Every day was different. Okay, so all right, let's move on to the next level. So you eight years in Arizona, and then it's time to move on. You have a family. You want to. You probably want. I don't know if it's something you want to something safer, something more secure. So you move to Hollywood and get in front of the screen, or, or what? How does that work? What? It was even even more bizarre than that. Um, very long story short, they came to film a movie in Scottsdale about five years ago called Everything Must Go with uh, Will Ferrell and Michael Pena and Rebecca Hall. And uh, I was still modeling part time uh, just to, you know, for some extra money. My modeling agent sent me to the audition. He, he said, uh, and I said, man, they're, they're going to see real actors for that. And he said, well, you're a real cop. Just go. It's a cop role. So. <laughs> Uh, I showed up, and, and the kind of the recurring joke was the cast director said, hey, that really was great, but that costume's amazing. Where'd you get that costume? <laughs> and, the, and I said, you know, it's, it's actually, I'm on my way to work. And he goes, you're not a real cop. You don't look like a real cop. Uh, so I, I fell into the role, man, and, and uh, spent a day on set all day with Will Ferrell and uh, with Michael Pena. But, you know, most of my time was with Will and uh, in between sets, just just talking with him, and he was a big soccer fan, so he wanted to hear soccer stories, and and uh, it was uh, it was kind of surreal. I, I really faked my way through it, you know, pretended like I knew what I was doing, and and uh, had a blast. And the end of the night, uh, I was wrapped, and they, you know, everybody gave me a hand, and I was getting my my uh, props and everything off, and felt a hand on my shoulder, turned around, and it was Will, and it, he's like six foot four, so I, I look up at him and and pulled uh, me for a hug, and he just said. Uh, Andy, I just want to let you know, I hope this isn't the last thing you do because I think it's what you should do. And, uh, you know, I don't know if God chooses to speak through Will Ferrell. <laughs> For me, it was, uh, it was kind of one of those lightning strike moments. And, uh, you know, as the story goes, I, I started taking acting classes the next day. It took, uh, took about a year for my wife and I to get our ducks in a row, and we had our last baby. And, and uh we had a big old house in Phoenix because you can afford a big old house, and we had plenty of room, and and uh, and just kind of just just to convince everyone what an idiot I am, we we sold the house, gave everything away, we we rented a place in Santa Monica, sight unseen, and and left when the baby was two weeks old. We moved to <laughs> to L.A. to a tiny little place with with four kids, and and didn't really know anybody out here, but. Uh, just one of those things that that you know. Luckily, my wife is as crazy as I am. She knows me. We we went to high school together, so she knows me probably better than I know myself. But and uh, we just knew that if if I didn't give it a shot now, I would regret it forever. And um, so we came out with about six months worth of savings, and that was almost that'll be three years in October. So 
we're certainly not getting rich, but we haven't gone completely broke yet. <laughs> just kind of chipping away at it. So that was three years ago that you've been doing. What are, so what's going on now? So now we're in the present. We got through the past and uh, we're present day. What's going on with you now? I know you're, uh, you're of course, your father, your husband, you're a soccer coach. What's going on day to day? Because we're going to get into time management here shortly. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Well, day to day is is auditioning uh, quite a bit. There could be, you know, could be no auditions tomorrow, or I've had one day or two days where there were seven or eight auditions, and that's anything from a movie to TV to commercials to print. And uh, so, only way I can make that work, I ride a motorcycle here in LA, and uh, which is which is kind of nuts in itself, but. Uh, if I was trying to make it to all these auditions or meetings or whatever in the car, I never would make it because traffic here is so stupid. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, it could be auditions, uh, could be filming, could be shooting something. I've uh, been uh, just fortunate to uh, to be in a handful of, of uh, big commercials. So commercials are, are paying the bills. But then also on the TV side, I think I've worked for I think I've worked for all the networks now, at least, you know, in small roles and and. Uh, and been in some some shows that that uh, you know I'm starting to get every once in a while be recognized from people who watch uh, like Sons of Anarchy or Scorpion on CBS or um, I was a recurring role in Enlisted which which was on Fox and um, just filmed uh, I've now kind of graduated to a little bit bigger roles they call them guest stars and uh, so I'm auditioning for a little bit bigger roles but I got to work on um, Togetherness for HBO and Hand of God for Amazon Prime. And then I was just in Hawaii a couple of weeks ago. I did a guest star on Hawaii Five-0. Um, so, you know, that was a really rough gig. They said, uh, <laughs> are you okay flying out to Hawaii for three days of filming on Hawaii Five-0? And I said, I don't know, man. Let me let me think about that. <laughs> but just, you know, those are the things that, uh, that uh, you know, it's just taking time. I feel like I've, I've worked harder at this career than I ever have worked in my life, which is saying something. Uh, just as a constant hustle, but in between the the acting and the modeling stuff, um, you know, I do the the fitness side of things. So I write a write a monthly article for Muscle and Fitness on body weight training. Um, I do videos. I have a YouTube channel, Andy McDermott Fitness, and um, have a, have a few sponsors that that help me out with uh, with paying the bills a little bit. And and um, but then on the coaching side, just because I played for so long, um, U.S. Soccer invited me to go to a, a national coaches course. So I went uh, went this past spring to Arizona. It was a ten day course for what's called a B license, and, uh, and you know, just kind of squeaked through. Worked worked my butt off and squeaked through this class. And so I got that B license, and now I'm qualified to coach at at a, at a, at a pretty high level. Um, which is great because as long as my boys or my girls are playing, you know, hopefully I can coach them. But I also coach a 16-year-old team here in L.A., which is a pretty high-level team, and, and it's fun for me to uh, to coach these guys who are who are young studs and and really kind of put them through the paces and um, and you know help them develop not just not just on the field, but but you know character is important to me too, and and how to have kind of a more professional mindset for these kids who might want to play in college or might even play professionally. So. Um, have you ever had the opportunity to sit back for a moment and be like, man, I've done a lot. <laughs> it seems like from one thing to the, to the next and I, and I could, um, you know, I could relate a little bit, but it, it seems like it's just the next thing. The next thing, and if you look back, you're like, wow, you know, look at all the things I've done in such a, you know, it's all, it's all seemed like it's all together. 
Yeah, man, it, it's uh, it is nuts. You know, we we don't um, we don't often uh, sit down around here for very very long. You know, my my wife is uh, is a superhero. She's you know she takes care of the the four kids and it takes care of me, and uh, we also homeschool just to uh, just to make it even crazier. Um, <laughs> Uh, which has been good. I mean, the, the kids are still young. We take that one year at a time, but um, that's been great because we love to travel. If if I'm on set somewhere or shooting somewhere, we can take the kids with us and, and uh, you know, we can kind of get done in an hour or two a day what other kids, you know, might take a lot longer in school. And uh, and so it's great because, you know, they still have plenty of friends from, from soccer and baseball and other activities but for school, it's great to have the flexibility that we can travel together and and uh, and keep up our uh, our hectic lifestyle. All right, Danny. Before we continue on, I just want to take a quick break for my sponsors here. So hang with me. I just need to mention AG Foods in Didsbury. I always appreciate them being long-term sponsors. They're working hard to bring better quality groceries to the area. So you look at more organic sections, more gluten-free options. So check out. AG Foods in Didsbury. We also have Health Street, who's been a long-term sponsor. This is where I get all my health food products. We've had Rick on the on on air a number of times as a holistic nutritionist, and he's always got good information to share. So I appreciate Health Street being with us as well as a sponsor for the show. And then we have Shoppers Drug Mart as well in Olds, and they're fantastic. They've been been with us for day one as well, and they're always there to support us. So I just want to mention them and give you a chance to support those that support us. So, Andy, there's so much going on here. Um, I still have tons of more questions I want to throw at you. I want to get into body weight exercises because personally, I'm a body weight person. I would rather be outside than in a gym. I actually just got a slack line, which I'm so excited about. Um, but I, I really do everything I can to avoid the gym atmosphere and weights. So, and I was looking at your videos and the things that you do. I love the TRX. And talk about where that philosophy comes from and why it's body weight as opposed to a gym, for lack of a better term. Yeah, you know, that's that's the way that I've gravitated kind of organically. You know, I'm not anti-weights uh, or anything like that. I, I always, um, you know, I'm a fan of whatever gets somebody moving. So if, if you know, the gym and if, if pushing heavy weight gets them moving and, and that's their thing, then then I'm all for it. But um, I just think that, that for... You know, especially somebody in my phase of life, as, as I've gotten a little bit older and my time is such a valuable resource, I feel like I can get a better workout, um, you know, body weight or lightweight, um, training in a circuit fashion. I'm pretty much all circuits these days. And, uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes for me is because um, I just keep moving. Um, but, yeah, the, the body weight thing, man, it's, it's, it's come to me. Um, I spent some time as a cop um, competing in these in the World Police and Fire Games, and uh, the event was the toughest competitor alive. It was eight events in one day, and it was this long, you know, miserable contest. At the, at the end of the day, wanted to lay down for two weeks. But one of the events was a max bench press, and, and so I, you know that was the time in my life when I, I was pushing heavier weight than ever, and um, and just you know, of course, came up with a couple of injuries because of it. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, I just have a lot of mileage. I'm, I'm not quite 40. I'm knocking on the door 40. Um, but I feel like, you know, mileage wise, I'm, I'm much older than that, you know, from playing sports and from lifting weights and, and all the rest of it. Um, so body weight stuff, just, I just feel better. I feel like I can, I can get up the next morning and, and, 
I wouldn't say quite pop out of bed, but I, I can get out of bed and, <laughs> and, and just feel like I can train, you know, every day in different ways and different, target different muscle groups and things like that. Uh, whereas, you know, when I was pushing heavy weights, I didn't feel like that. Was, there was always something that kind of ached on me. So. so not to put you on the spot here because it's a difficult question, but a couple of your favorite exercises, body weight exercises that you got. Can you share with us? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I've done a bazillion pull-ups in my life, and it's one of the best, uh, one of the best exercises. And then if you're if you're doing any kind of a push-pull, you know, I was calling them Supermans way before CrossFit ever coined them as muscle-ups. Uh, but whatever you want to call them, um, I, I think that that's a great exercise. You're you know you're getting your core involved, you're getting your pulling, and you're getting your pushing. Um, and then uh, obviously burpees are are a miserable, very effective way. <laughs> As, you know, I'm just a big fan of anything that gets your whole body moving as a machine together. You know, I think gone are the days. Every once in a while, I'll do some bicep curls or some tricep presses, but I'd much rather do something that gets my biceps and my back and my shoulders and everything working at the same time because I feel like my body feels better and also responds better when I'm training as, as a total body and just getting the whole machine moving. All right, so... Some something like being in Hollywood and you know being an actor, <laughs> people see you often, <laughs> which is much different than me. <laughs> I imagine there's a lot of people that don't know what I look like. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't actually have to work out, although I enjoy it. What do what do your workouts look like? You talked about 20, 30 minute workouts. Regarding time management, you have so much going on. You're clearly fit. I can see you um, through Skype here. A lot of our listeners are only going to be able to hear you unless they go and check you out. But you have to stay in shape for your roles, for your, um, you know, to set a good example. You're a coach. What does that look like for you? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, unfortunately in this phase of life, um, one of the, my mantras is always be ready because, you know, literally I could get a call right now saying, you know, Haynes Underwear wants to see you in two hours for a huge underwear campaign. And as, as silly as that sounds, you know, I was around here for a few months. And so you're kind of sloppy. There's no way I'm going to get that job, you know. And a lot of these, a lot of these things I'm competing against guys who are uh, 25 years old. So I got to be, uh, I got to be eating, eating pretty clean, number one. Um, but I, I just, I just have to kind of stay ready. So that all lends itself to me being, being kind of a nutball when it comes to, um, comes to my training, uh, I roll out a bit early. I try to get up around six and we live in an apartment building and I just I, I wander down to the gym kind of half conscious and I, and I get on the elliptical and I bring my iPad and I turn it on next and I kind of brainlessly watch some movie for about 40, 45 minutes on the elliptical half awake. But it's, it's kind of fasted fat burning and, you know, the science is still, the jury's still out on that science. But for me, I've had great results from it. Um, I, I'm kind of my own guinea pig when it comes to recommending things for people. I, I'll never tell somebody to do something that I haven't tried myself just because I, I really believe in, in uh, you know, walking that talk. So for me, I, I get up, I drink a full glass of water, go down, and I do that for about 45 minutes, uh, come back up, and usually have a breakfast and, and uh, some kind of pre-workout coffee or something with a little bit of caffeine and then I'll go back to uh, either to the gym or to the playground or to outside, wherever I'm training that day. And that'll be my main workout. It's a little bit later in the day um, or later in the morning. And that's that circuit session. You know, each day has a different em emphasis for me. Um, and that's, that's kind of the main workout of the day. 
uh, and then depending on what I have going, if if uh, if I have a free afternoon, then sometimes I'll even go for a slow jog in the afternoon. Or uh, if I'm taking the kids to the park, you know, I'll play play football with them and and uh, or baseball or whatever soccer with them. And then uh, you know, at the end of the day, I coach soccer uh, usually from uh, you know it's either two or four nights a week. Um, and sometimes I'll play with with the guys um, at, at the soccer field. So. You know, I feel like, um, you know, I'm, these, are, these are small workouts. It, rather than going to the gym for 90 minutes or two hours, which, which I just can't do anymore, I do two, three, four um, workouts a day, but they're, they're shorter ones. And, and just the, the circuit one is the intense one. The other ones are a little bit more slow and, and kind of a steady state. Um, and, and so that's, that's the training side, uh, which kind of helps me, you know, stay lean and look a certain way. I'm never going to be The Rock or Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and be that bulky guy. But, you know, I have to kind of stay lean and um, kind of stay the same size because I do some fashion modeling as well. And so if I wear a 41 regular and I show up and, and uh, I'm more like 44, then the costume or the wardrobe person is going to go straight to the director and say, you know, this guy is not who he says he was or whatever. So. Do they ever ask you, do you ever show up and they're, or not show up, or do they call you and say, you know, we like you, or maybe they like what you look like, and but they say we want someone that is going to gain 20 pounds or, or lose 10, you're pretty lean, I don't think you could lose 10 pounds, but anything like that happened in your career? Yeah, you know, um, I haven't uh, haven't yet, you know, been hired to the point of like, uh, you know, Bradley Cooper, who, who, you know, has to pack on size for a role because he's the lead or something like that. But, um, you know, I have um, gone into jobs where I've been too, too muscular. You know, sometimes they want more of the everyman look. Um, and then sometimes, you know, so... It, it's all, you know, Drew, I say it knowing that it all sounds so silly and it's, it's so superficial. You know, I laugh at myself. I laugh at the industry sometimes because it's really, it's so dumb, you know. Uh, but, you know, that's, um, you know, until I am at the point where Bradley Cooper is, I have to play the game and, and uh, stay looking a certain way. And, uh, you know, for me, it, it really comes down to that's the training side and then the nutrition side, just eating as clean as I can. Um, and while working in a little bit of fun, so I don't go completely crazy, uh, but you know, just trying to always be ready. Okay. I want to get into that. And yeah, I'm not done with you yet. Do you have a few more minutes for us? Yeah, of course. Okay. So, all right. So I want to ask you about nutrition a little bit. I want to get into, I really want to know what it's like to, I mean, you seem like such a re, you know, a real person, genuine person. And I think depending on who you are and where you go many times, especially in the Hollywood atmosphere, you don't, you wouldn't get that. Or maybe that's just a, a stereotype. All right. So Andy, I want to move on to another segment and I want to talk about nutrition. We talked about some of your fist. We talked about your, your fitness and then the things that you do th during the day. We talked about full body exercise and your philosophy. What does nutrition look like for you? Because I think you and I would both agree nutrition plays just a bigger role, if not more, as workouts throughout the day. What kind of mindset, and we haven't even talked about this off air, <laughs> really, um, what kind of mindset do you have with nutrition? How are you fueling your body properly? Yeah, uh, you know, for me, it's, it's, um, it's, it's about as, as uh, clean as I, can, as I can get. You know, we, we shop pretty much all organic and um, – uh, I have a great sponsor that 
that um, is is almost vegan, vegetarian, vegan uh, sponsor, um, and uh, it's Garden of Life. But but that's you know they're the kind of the supplements that I use for um, you know post workout, pre workout stuff, and and um, probiotics and things like that. Um, but in terms of whole foods, my my days are usually pretty boring. Uh, to, to be honest, there's not a whole lot of fun there. Um, you know, when we're celebrating something or on the weekends, you know, we try to maybe go out to dinner with the kids and, and uh, eat some deliciousness. Um, but uh, during the day, it's, it's usually, um, you know, my, my first meal after that first workout is usually a, a matzo or, or a matzah with uh, some all-natural peanut butter on it. And uh, that's kind of my pre-gym um, snack and usually a cup of coffee, something with some caffeine in it. Um, go and train, and then I come back and, and have uh, like a uh, a post workout shake. It's it's a plant based um, shake, but not not so much soy because soy tends to be kind of GMO these days, and um, so it's uh, it's non soy. But then uh, you know, kind of my staple meal is is a bowl of baby spinach or kale or some kind of organic greens with three eggs uh, on top of it. You know, and that's. Uh, it's 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 nothing sexy, but um, you know it's kind of my go-to, and and it's something that I'm actually capable of preparing myself. <laughs> so uh, I keep it as simple as I can. Um, you know, if if I was here alone, if if uh, Julie and the kids were out of town, I think I'd probably go through, you know, a couple dozen eggs in a couple days. You know, it's, it's kind of a simple one for me. Um, and then uh, I I really love. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Perfect Bar. It's uh, it's another sponsor for me. So Perfect Bar is, is in the afternoon. It's just an organic, all-natural uh, bar. kind of has a good combination of, of proteins, fats. Um, and then dinner is some kind of a lean protein, whether it's uh, fish or chicken or turkey, um, and then some greens and maybe some kind of a carb like a brown rice or sweet potatoes or something like that. Um, and then at night, when I'm coming home from practice, usually I have another shake. And then if, if I'm real hungry, um, I like to pop some popcorn on the stove um, just in some olive oil or coconut oil or um, something like that. And, and uh, just because, you know, it's almost a mental trick. There's not, it's not really calorically dense, but it makes me feel like I'm eating a lot because you're eating with your hands and it's satisfying to chomp and, and all that. So um, that's kind of my... My daily, uh, my daily intake, man. I, I, I've, I've learned that I don't need a ton of food. You know, I'm not Michael Phelps who's swimming, you know, 10 miles in the pool every day. Um, so I can, I can exist and maintain uh, as long as, as long as they're clean calories and good, useful fuel for my machine. I, I don't need to eat a ton of, uh, of kind of filler calories. What's the most common question someone comes to you? I'd imagine it happens all the time. <laughs> someone just comes up to you and asks you about your diet. What's the most common question someone would ask you? Um, I think they would say, all right, what's the one thing I need to cut out of my diet? Like, what's the worst thing that I eat? And, and, uh, and I would say, well, first, A, let me ask, do you eat fast food? And if they say yes, and I say, okay, never do that again, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which I know is, is, is a much easier to say than to do because, believe me, I know how delicious, um, you know, out here in California, In-N-Out Burger can be or, or some of those places. But if, uh, if you're really serious about seeing a difference in your body, um, can you give up fast food entirely? Um, or can that be like your one cheat meal of the week or your one reward meal or celebration meal or something like that? 
Um, so if that one's too obvious besides that one, um, I think refined sugar is uh, just sneaks up on everybody. It's everything, you know. Um, I think people are starting to realize that Starbucks or, you know, coffee shop drinks um, sneak up on you and they might be drinking more calories than they're eating without even knowing it. But, you know, that's just one example where, where sugar's in so much that, that we consume until you start thinking about, okay, where's that food actually come from and do I know how that's prepared? Um, you know, there can, be, there can be refined sugar and everything. So um, a big one for me is, is you know, I don't, I, I don't allow myself to eat sugar throughout the week. Maybe on the weekend I might have some dark chocolate or something like that. But unless it's a real special treat, um, you know, I find that I feel better and I look better and I can stay ready without, you know, that that momentary treat maybe at the end of the night where, you know, we're, we're kind of conditioned from when we're little kids to expect dessert at the end of the day. Um, and if I can break that for two, three days, it becomes easier. And, and now I don't even really think about it. I don't miss it. Um, whereas if you have it one night, then the next night your body just wants it, just expects it, just needs it. You know, they say that sugar addiction is, is as strong as, as anything that's, you know, the real toxins for your body that sugar sugar addiction is just as strong as that so Andy before we let you go I want to know you know before I, I let you go the first time <laughs> I want to know what it's like to uh, you know is it unfair to say that you would be around superficial people on a consistent basis is that a, a, stere uh, a, a untrue or unfair stereotype no 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 I think that's a fair statement you know uh, I, I try to uh I try to not judge anybody um, too quickly because God knows I've I've done everything wrong, uh, you know, and and uh, and I've messed up so many times in my life that that uh, I need the benefit of the doubt as much as anybody else. But Hollywood is is a crazy place where you know I'll go to auditions and sit in the waiting room and and you know even guys my age are just kind of looking at each other and competing with each other and and I'm that guy that. You know, I said before, I just love everybody. So I'll strike up a conversation with somebody or, you know, wish somebody good luck or, or whatever. Because, um, and, and I can honestly say that it's only because I've been around the block so many times in my life and I've lived different careers. And now, you know, I'm grounded at home with, with my family. Even though we live in a, in a tiny apartment in L.A., you know, and, and it's, a, it's a crowded life and it's a, it's a crazy life. When I come home, this is, this is real for me. This is my real life. So when I go there... And, you know, do a thousand auditions and maybe work on 10 of those projects, uh, even though that's rejection. I know I can come back here and my two-year-old girl thinks I'm king of the world, even if she has no idea. <laughs> I know that she's going to come running and give me a hug no matter how much I sucked at that audition. So, you know, for, for me, it's uh, had I come out here 10 years ago, um, whether it was just, just Juice, I call it Juice, whether it's just Juice and I, or if it was by myself, I might not have lasted i might have you know spent a year and and uh and then gone back to chicago or whatever but now that, that i'm here with my family that's that's the reason why i've i believe i've had the success i have and hope to continue to to chip away because to me this is this is what keeps me keeps me real i like to talk about success and failure a lot and i really don't believe you can have success without failure and then but then you have the flip side of the corner there's so much like there's so much fear around failure and why don't you talk about that for a moment? It sounds like you did touch on it, but I mean, in, in any kind of success, I think the higher you get. Sorry, my, sorry about that. You good there? Yeah, good here. 
Okay. Um, I think the, the higher, the more successful, successful you become, the more failure you deal with. Um, I don't know if you would agree with that, but can you talk about just for a moment on your mindset? Because you have to deal with failure on a consistent basis. I, I, you know, I would have to believe that. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and, you know, this this career is different than any I had tried before, whereas, you know, as a soccer player, as a cop or whatever, I knew if I worked my hardest and I was better than other guys that I would get that spot or I would, you know, I would find some kind of success uh, because that's how those careers were. Out here, you could go to audition and, and do the best performance. You could even be the best one they see all day and not get hired because they wanted somebody with brown eyes or, you know, the producer's cousin got the role and, and, and not you. you know? um, it took me a little while to, to learn that because, you know, for me, a 5% success rate or a 10% success rate was terrible. That's failure. Out here, they say, you're killing it. If, if, you, know, if you book, you know, one in 10 jobs, then, then you're killing it. So people always tell me, you're doing so great. You're doing so awesome. Um, to me, Tangibly, I, I say, well, you know, I still got to pay my rent, and you know, uh, but I, I have learned without a doubt throughout my life that uh, you learn more from the failure than you do from the success. You know, if if you win, if a team wins every soccer game ten to zero, they'll never learn anything. You know, they just they just think that it's easy. But until they get knocked on their butts and and say, wow, that, that team was better than us, how can we improve? Then they'll go back to the training ground and and sharpen up. And and for me, that's it's no different than in my fitness life uh, or in my acting life or whatever. Um, I, I strive to be um, up there. Right now, I'm here, um, and I know that no one ever jumped from there to there. It's it's every day getting just a little bit better. And when you get knocked down, you know, I think a lot of people in Hollywood they say that you know the turnover here is crazy. You know, hundreds of thousands of people get here every year. And then leave every year um, because they they run out of money and they don't book any jobs and they go back to Iowa or whatever. So, you know, for me, it's, uh, you know, the hashtag that I use on, on my Facebook and Instagram is keep going. And uh, and that's really it for me. It's, it's uh, you know, I'm going to get knocked down. I'm going to get rejected, you know, a hundred times in the next six months. But if I keep going and I stay here and I keep working hard and not make a fool of anybody, then, then I know that I'll, you know, each day keep going. So that's it for me, man. Uh, Andy, I want to respect you. I want to respect your time. I want to let you get going here. I so much appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anything, if someone wants to find more information about you, if they want to follow you, can you give us some links or some information about, you know, where we can get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely, man. I'd love to connect with anybody, you know, for, uh, for if, if you have any questions, need any tips or anything, or if you just want to tell me a good joke. I mean, I, I love community and I, and, uh, there's a good community that I've built at Facebook.com, Andy McDermott Fitness. Uh, my YouTube channel has almost 20,000 subscribers and almost 4 million views, and, and I don't claim any credit for that for whatever reason. It's just kind of uh, just kind of grown. Uh, but that's Andy McDermott Fitness, Instagram, Andy McDermott Fitness, and, and I'm on Twitter as well at, at uh, Andy McD23. But, uh, you know, I, I, I consider myself to be the world's foremost expert in absolutely nothing. <laughs> But I can uh, attest to whatever I share with you or whatever we work on together. It's it's learned learned the hard way, and I've I've earned all the knowledge that I've gotten. So I love love helping people however I can. Awesome, Andy! What a, a breath of fresh air to have you on the show to share your perspective. 
And uh, it's been such a pleasure. I can't wait to share this interview with our listeners that would be listening right now. So <laughs> thanks for taking the time to be here with us. Yeah, absolutely, Drew. It's been my pleasure. Thanks, man. And, and good work for you, man. I, I look forward to uh, not just hearing my, my own stupid self-talk, but <laughs> the show in general because I love what you're doing. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Andy. I appreciate that. All right, so that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for hanging out with Andy and I. Thanks for being part of our True Form Life Exploring Mind and Body community. And, uh, you, you know, wow, what a great interview. Interview. Andy's such a great guy. He actually stuck around and gave me some personal advice as well, which which is which I'm incredibly grateful for as well. And Andy kind of, he lives the life that, I think many of us could aspire to. I think he lives a life that that life, the way life is supposed to be lived, and it's to be adventurous and take chances. And just the way he, just the way he lives and his perspective, I think any of us could learn from. So, I just want to thank Andy again for coming on the show and being a part of what we're doing over here uh, with exploring mind and body. And again, thank you for for being with us and, and sticking around and checking out the the entire interview. Just before we let you go, a quick word from our sponsor, Pure Dime. Now, Pure Dime is giving away for exclusively for Exploring Mind and Body listeners 10% off their Lifezyme plant-based digestive enzyme. Now, if you have any kind of heartburn, let's say indigestion, any ish, any stomach issues with our body sometimes needs a little help with utilizing, digesting, absorbing food. This is a, a company you can trust that really does care about your health, and I 100% recommend them. So check out my landing page. is going to be at puredime.com slash drewtadia and the product link is going to be on the page so click on the link if you want to check out the product enter in code word drew my first name d-r-e-w for your for your 10 percent discount i'm not sure if i spelled my name right there <laughs> d-r-e-w we'll move on from that <laughs> but what i what I, and then i wanted to let you know about my weekly newsletter i send that out every monday morning that's my latest information so my blog posts radio shows recipes videos everything going on there and actually this week i'm gonna have a giveaway i thought it'd be cool i, I, I got this cool book it's called the best green smoothies on the planet that was one of my interviews actually some of you may have heard that interview and I want to give that book away along with some Complete Truth Protein. So I have a little draw and giveaways. And that's something that I like to offer just to build a community. And, and I always appreciate those that pay attention to the information I'm sending out. So I thought it'd be cool to offer a little giveaway along with my content. So it's not only just content. It's some fun giveaways and it's a community we're building. So if you want to check that out, you can go to trueformlife.com. And just on the homepage there, you can enter in your email address and you'll be subscribed and I'll send you my most current content. I have been talking about the little challenge that I put together for the reviews on iTunes. I just want to read one out because they really mean a lot to me and it's helping us get closer to that 20 mark that I'm looking for. So this one just came from... AJ1, he said, my new go-to health show. Thanks for the great content and interviews. And, and AJ, if you're out there listening, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for taking the time to comment. I think many times when you ask for a review or someone thinks about some type of testimonial, they think it has to be long and in-depth and 
know, you know, take a lot of time or so if you have considered leaving a review, it doesn't have to be long, whatever you want to write. And it could be short. It could be, you know, it could be a couple sentences regardless that does. I do appreciate those. That means a lot to me personally. And also helps the show move up in the rankings as well. So I'm still looking for some more reviews. If you do get a chance, I'd love it for you to check out iTunes, exploring mind and body and leave a review. That would mean a lot to me. I'm going to let you go on that. Thank you so much for being here. And that's it. That's all I got. Catch you on the next one. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.